How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Thursday, October the 7th. How's it going, everybody? Hope you're well. And uh, today we have two games coming out where I'll talk about the reviews and then one major industry event. Let's jump in. So the first game I want to talk about is Metroid Dread. This is the first 2D mainline entry Metroid game since 2002 with Metroid Fusion. And this game is developed by Mercury Steam, who previously worked on Metroid Samus Returns. That was the remake of Metroid 2 on the 3DS. Now, I've got to say, reviewers have been very, very positive about Metroid Dread. They all agree that it is a return to form for the series, and it has lived up to the challenge of there now being so many other Metroidvanias that have existed and succeeded, like Ori in the Blind Forest, or Hollow Knight, or Bloodstained. Right? If, if the genre is literally named after the franchise, then you want it to be a good version of that genre, and it seems like it, they've done so. In regards to the story, it picks up right after Metroid Fusion, and in fact, the Washington Post even makes the argument that it's a continuation of the story from Super Metroid, and even the original Game Boy releases. And he said, quote, I won't risk ruining any surprises, but it's safe to say that Dread will force longtime players to look at the older games in a new context. End quote. So that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, narrative was pretty well liked. And it seems like they've kept many of the mechanics that were introduced in Samus Returns. They still have the parry system, the 360-degree targeting system is there. And uh, anyway, I think these reviewers could explain the game far better than I can. So if you would like an in-depth explanation of all the different additions and mechanics, you should read Nintendo Life. They did a great breakdown. There was also a good review from Eurogamer, who's going to provide our summary here. Quote, This is a modern Metroid, a 2D adventure delivered with AAA panache, yet one that retains the grace and poise that's always marked the highlights of this series, and marked it out from its many imitators. How blessed we are to have Samus properly back, and what a marvel it is to be reminded how special Metroid can be. The wait, I'm delighted to say, was somehow worth it. End quote. If you'd like to pick up Metroid Dread, it's available for purchase on the Nintendo Switch on October 8th. That's on Friday. Okay, the other game is going to be Far Cry 6, which is actually releasing today, developed by Ubisoft Toronto. And unfortunately, this one did not review as well. I think it would be fair to say that reviewers were pretty across the board on this one. Some people loved it, some people hated it. And, you know, it's not going to be a surprising game. It is a big-budget, open-world game with a simple story and over-the-top gameplay. For a lot of people, that's just going to be enough to make for an entertaining game, and for others, the formula is going to be tired. There was particular praise given to Giancarlo Esposito's performance as the main antagonist, as well as the voice actors for the protagonists, both male and female. And of course, the, the chaotic sandbox that Far Cry is known for continues to impress. I think where criticisms start to come in is repetition, and that's pretty common for most open-world games. It's hard to provide variety when there's so much space to fill. And I also saw a few people say that, you know, hey, they kind of just show you everything there is to the game within a couple of hours, and then stretch it out to more than 20. There was also another very important criticism from a lot of reviewers, which was that the game often falls into tropes and stereotypes of Latin America. From some Latin American reviewers, they were saying it was parody at best, disrespectful at worst, and then, of course, as with many Ubisoft games, they try to present the games as political while failing at any meaningful critique. Again, Polygon's reviewer pointed out how 
Uh, in this game, you can rescue refugees by using a weapon that plays the Macarena while you're aiming down its sights. Anyway, if you'd like to pick the game up, uh, it's releasing on all platforms except for the Switch today. Okay, last thing, super important. Twitch.tv has been hacked, and it's a big one. Uh, an extreme amount of data, 125 gigabytes of data, has been shared online with some very, very important information. It included the site's source code. It included financial details of creator payouts. So all the top streamers on Twitch, they had their financials shared with the world. Uh, the BBC cyber reporter actually called this the biggest leak he had ever seen. Quote, an entire company's most valuable data cleaned out in one fell swoop. End quote. Now, what I'll say is that it doesn't appear as though personal information has been specifically targeted, but this hack is so comprehensive that you should absolutely be changing your password and enabling two-factor authentication if you have a Twitch account. Okay, I've already done it. It's, it's better safe than sorry. You should definitely be a smart digital citizen. Go do that. Okay, and uh, my friends, that's all the time we got for today. Here's another reminder that if you would like to get a handwritten postcard from me, head over to patreon.com slash thegamingobserver. I'm going to give you one more warning tomorrow, and then uh, you'll be out of time for that special offer. And I'll take it easy on the promoting. I just don't want anyone forgetting if, that, if they wanted to get that. And uh, hey folks, I'll be back to you with the news tomorrow, as always. So until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It is the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hello, my friends. Hey, I had a pretty good day today. I, uh... I think I've figured out a schedule that is going to work for me on a day-to-day -day basis. You know, ever since I moved into this place, I really wanted to, like, nail down a schedule that I could stick to, because I'm so routine-oriented. But life was just so chaotic that it was hard to, to do anything solid. But I think I can figure something out now. Um, now that the Patreon is here, and I'm going to be doing exclusive content for that, and just in general, I'm going to try and ramp up content for, for the brand as a whole, I want to dedicate some solid time to this. And, I mean, I already do, like, two hours every evening, but I've been doing two hours every evening for three and a half years, so if I want it to be bigger, then I need to do more. Um, so, anyway, it turns out that most of my meetings at work will take place in the afternoon. And so I'm thinking how I'm at, you know, what I was doing before was, like, I work as soon as I get up in the morning after I have breakfast. I take, like, an afternoon or early afternoon break, and then I attend my meetings. And then I'll be done, you know, fairly early in the day. But I think what I'm going to do now is that I'm going to spend my mornings working on the Observer, start work in like the late morning, early afternoon, so that I can attend the meetings if I have to. And then, you know, what? well, this is what I did today anyway, is I worked on the Observer all morning, I worked in the afternoon, and then as soon as I was done work, I went upstairs, did the dishes, went for like an hour-long walk, refreshed after staring at the screen for so long, then I came back to do this show, and then I have the rest of the evening off with Shelby. Shelby and I usually take the last two or three hours of the day for ourselves. We've done that pretty consistently over the course of our entire relationship, to be honest. Uh, if we weren't out with friends, then we are at home with a tea in our hands, either watching television or reading a book. So, okay, anyway, all of that weird breakdown was basically just to say, like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a schedule here, and I hope that this one can stick. Because if it does, then it means I'm actually going to be doing consistent things for the Observer, which I've never really been able to do before successfully. Okay, what about today's games? Um, Metroid Dread? You know, it, it's interesting. 
Metroidvanias are like one of my favorite genres of video games, and I only discovered that after playing Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight was the first Metroidvania I played. I loved it. I loved the concept. And then I was like, huh. And then I played Ori, and I was like, huh. Wait a second. Played uh, bl- uh, Bloodstained? That was a great game. I was like, there's really something to this. And then now, of course, I'm, I'm all over it. Um, but I've never actually played Metroid or Castlevania. I don't know how good it would be to go back to those games, the, the older ones. But I could see myself picking up Dread one day just to see what all the hubbub is about. I'm glad that people liked it, you know? They, they waited so long for a game like this. It seems to have worked out. Uh, and then, of course, Far Cry. I mean, man. I wish I was the type of person who loved these big-budget AAA open-world games. I really wish I enjoyed them. Because, okay, I should say most of them. Because obviously I love Spider-Man. But even Spider-Man, it's, it's all the open-world bits which, is get, which get on my nerves. I'm going to talk about that this weekend, now that I've almost finished the game. But uh, anyway, like, I tried to play Far Cry 5. I think I got it in, like, a Humble Bundle or something like that. It, I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. I spent, like, an hour in the game, two hours, and there was already, like, 50 million icons on the map. And it was just boring as sin, and I don't know. I'm sorry, like, I hope you liked the game. I'm not here to rag on the things that you like. I just, for a game that I got for free, I regretted booting it up, and I didn't want to feel that way, but I did. And so that just turned me off from from playing, or, or for any idea of me playing Far Cry 6. I'm just not that audience. I'm not the audience for that. Anyway, folks, uh, that's all the time I got. Thanks for being here. Hope you're well. Take care of yourself, and don't forget to change your Twitch password, okay? Okay, talk tomorrow.